Welcome to this faith-inspiring message from Living Streams UK. We hope you are blessed. Are you anointed by the Lord? Yes, you are. But what does it mean to have an anointing from the Lord at work in our lives? In this episode, let's continue our discussion on the anointing. In the last episode, we did establish that the one who has anointed you and I, that one is the Lord. And we also did establish that in Christ we carry an anointing. You are anointed and I am anointed by the Lord. But we did say that the anointing, which is God's divine enablement upon us, comes with certain important principles that we need to understand. And we went into the scripture to establish in Exodus chapter 30 and the verse number 23 that there are some special ingredients that God has used to make up this anointing according to what it is he commanded Moses to do. We also established which is very important that the primary purpose for the anointing in our lives is so that we can serve in a manner that pleases God. So you are anointed to serve. I am anointed to render service. We are anointed as a church to be servants of the Lord. Let's go a little bit deeper now to think about the ingredients of the anointing. And we read again that main text, Exodus 30, verse 23. Take also for yourself the finest of spices, of flowing myrrh, 500 shekels, and of fragrant cinnamon, half as much, and of fragrant cane, 250, and of cassia, 500 according to the shekel of the sanctuary and of olive oil, a hin, that is a gallon. And so we see in the scripture four important spices, four important ingredients that the Lord commanded Moses to use in preparing the anointing oil. May I pause again and remind us that the anointing is not the oil. Oil is symbolic of the anointing. The anointing resides in you. You are anointed by the Lord as a Christian and that is the anointing at work in your life by his Holy Spirit. And we are trying to understand from the perspective of the scripture what that entails and thus these scriptures that we are reading today. So oil is not the anointing. Oil is representative, is symbolic but it is not the anointing. Please, let's remember that. You don't need oil to be poured over your head for you to feel anointed. When you give your life to Jesus, the Lord himself anointed you. He is the one who anoints. Oil is only a symbol. It's only symbolic. And so we need to use this scripture to understand its ingredients, to understand what it entails so that we can know what it is that God has anointed us with. What a blessing. 
So the first ingredient mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, is myrrh. Now, it is to be used in the quantity that is twice that of cinnamon and twice that of cane, which is 500 shekels. And so myrrh is an important ingredient which God wants us, wanted Moses to use in a good quantity for preparation of the anointing oil. So how is myrrh obtained? Now you know that to obtain myrrh, the tree is cut to release it. Now myrrh is an ingredient that is used to embalm the dead. So and for it to be released and prepared, the tree that produces it, its back must be cut for it to release the liquid, for it to release myrrh. Now, the anointing cuts through you, ladies and gentlemen. The anointing wants your flesh dead. Myrrh, remember, is used to embalm or to mortify the flesh. In the scriptures, we read in Romans chapter 8 and the verse 9, number 13, that we must mortify the deeds of the flesh. This flesh of ours, it fights against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. This flesh of ours leads us to do what we ought not to do. This flesh of ours fights against the counsel of God in our lives. This flesh of ours must be mortified as the scripture says. And so the anointing of God in your life is there to ensure that your flesh is deadened. It is there to ensure that your flesh is covered. It is there to ensure that you remain anointed. Now you recall in Exodus chapter 28, 28 and the verse number 42, God commanded Moses to make a linen breach to cover the bare flesh of Aaron. He commanded Aaron to first be anointed in the previous verse. And in this next verse, he is saying that Aaron must be covered. In other words, because Aaron is now anointed, his flesh must no longer be on display. Ladies and gentlemen, are you anointed by the Lord? Then take control over your flesh. Are you anointed by the Lord? Then watch the deeds of the flesh. Are you anointed by the Lord? Then watch out against the lusts and the desires of the flesh. The Bible says all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. These are not from the Father. They are from the world. And so, child of God, we must learn by the anointing of the Holy Spirit at work in us to put our flesh under control. Now, the works of the flesh are listed in Galatians chapter 5 and the verse number 16. It includes anger. It includes bitterness. It includes, uh, you know, lack of self-control. It includes, you know, all of these things that the flesh leads us to do which are not of God. It includes licentiousness. It includes, uh, you know, dissensions. It includes strife and so on and so forth. May the Spirit of the Lord at work in you himself lead you to identify which aspects of your life needs to be cut away 
because of the anointing of the Lord in your life. I am very mindful of this. And so I ask the Lord always, Lord, help me so that I can discipline this flesh of mine. Paul says, I put my body under subjection. And so you and I ought also to do the same. Because we are anointed, we must put this body, this flesh of ours, under subjection. If anger is a problem for us, then we need to deal with anger. If it is pride, we deal with it. If it is lust, we deal with it. And so whatever it is that is a hindrance to the release of God's power, to the release of God's grace in our lives, which the flesh produces, remember because we are anointed, we must, like myrrh, deaden that fleshly activity in our lives. So, kill the flesh. Myrrh is an ingredient twice in quantity. It means, ladies and gentlemen, the Lord really needs our flesh dead. What a blessing. <laughs> I love it when I read that portion of scripture because it strengthens my faith. It spurs me on. It challenges me in my Christian walk. Thank you, Lord. Now, let's look at the next ingredient in that portion of scripture. Cinnamon. Now, remember, the scripture says, fragrant cinnamon. Now, that kind of cinnamon is very rare. And for its fragrance and its sweetness to be released, cinnamon, that particular species of cinnamon, it needs to be dried for at least one month to then release its sweetness and fragrance. Now, what does that mean? You know, the anointing's sweetness upon you is released through the test of dryness. Remember, Jesus was tested in the dry heat of the wilderness and came down in the power of the Holy Spirit. In Luke chapter 4 and the verse number 1, we saw how that he was led into the wilderness by the anointing, of course. And in the verse number 14, we saw that he came down in the power of the Holy Spirit. I like the Gospel of Mark's rendition of that verse. The Bible says, And he was immediately led into the wilderness, according to Mark chapter 1 and the verse number 12. And then he says in the verse number 13 that he was with wild beasts. Now, his test of dryness for 40 days involved dealing with wild beasts and adverse conditions. He was anointed and the anointing led him there to a place of dryness, to a place of dealing with wild beasts, to a place of dealing with adversities and vicissitudes of life. Harsh conditions were there to test him. He was driven there by the anointing to be tested. Ladies and gentlemen, are you going through some harsh conditions in your life today? Are you going through some wilderness experiences now? Are you going through some very difficult challenges? Are you confronted with some beasts of life? Are there some mountains that are looking like they are unsurmountable to you? Ah, may you be reminded 
that all anointed men and women went through the test of dryness. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and the verse number 7 to the verse number 10, and also in Psalm 23 and the verse number 5, which is the very popular one we all love, we can see that if you are anointed by the Lord, we must get ready to be tested in the wilderness that is packed up with beasts and difficult terrains awaiting us. But there is good news. Hallelujah, there is good news. We are not left there to perish. We are not left in these harsh conditions to die. We are there to be toughened. We are there to be made strong. We are there to be lifted to a higher ground in Christ Jesus our Lord. In Psalm 23 and verse number 5, the Bible says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So friend, the table that God has prepared before you today is in the presence of adversity. It is in the presence of pain. It is in the presence of difficulties. But guess what? Nonetheless, there is still a table placed before you. That must make us rejoice. And then he says in the next verse, Thou anointest my head with oil. So the anointing upon your life is so you can confront the enemies, the adversities that have been put before you by the vicissitudes of life. You are blessed. You are anointed. And you are able to go through the challenge that is confronting you now. You are able to overcome it. You are able to rise up from that difficult situation. You are able. You are able to move out of those shackles. You are able. You are able to release yourself out of that burden. You are able. Because you are anointed by the Lord. You are anointed. So, first ingredient, myrrh. It means kill the flesh. Second ingredient, which is what we just looked at, fragrant cinnamon. It means get ready to be tested. And get ready also for your sweetness to be released. Because out of that test will come the glorious liberty. Out of that test will come the glorious beauty of what it is that God has purposed to do in your life. What a blessing in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, we also read in the scripture that cinnamon, which is used over here. Now, we all do know also that cinnamon also has medicinal purposes. It was added to food in ancient practice to preserve it from spoiling. What does that mean? It means the anointing produces the much needed healing in the life of the individual upon whom it is poured. In James chapter 5 and the verse number 14 to 15 and in Mark chapter 6 and the verse number 13, we see that the command is there to anoint with oil the one who is sick. So the anointing in your life releases the preservative you need in this life. The anointing in your life keeps you from evil. It keeps you from torment. It keeps you from sickness and disease. It brings healing to your flesh. And therefore, I declare healing into your body in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. You are anointed. 
may that anointing in you be activated right now so that the challenge you are going through the difficult situations that are confronting you will be released out of your life right now in the name of jesus christ our lord finally cinnamon has some important preservative powers it it is able to preserve and so the anointing preserves you Ah, i love it in psalm 105 verse 14 to 15 the scripture says the lord permitted no man to oppress them and he reproved kings for their sakes and he said do not touch my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm so god has declared it in the spirit do not touch my anointed ones are you anointed by the lord yes then there is a command in the spirit that let no evil touch you let no satanic conspiracy touch your life why because the anointing preserves you from all evil you are anointed i am anointed god has anointed us and in this life we reign as kings and priests unto our god may the lord grant us this grace that we would understand these things and continue to walk in what it is that god has made us to be in him what a blessing what a blessing in the next episode we will continue our discussion on the ingredients of the anointing the lord bless and keep you if you have not given your life to jesus i invite you to know him now these benefits of walking with the lord are also available unto you and i invite you to know the lord today to do so just give him your life in prayer and declare lord i know i am a sinner forgive me of all my sins i believe you sent jesus to die for me and on the third day you raised him up from the dead so that if i put my trust in him i also receive a new life and rise up into that new kind of life in god from today i confess that i belong to jesus i do not belong to the world I turn away from my life. I repent of my ways and I return unto you, my heavenly Father. Make me yours. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The Lord bless and keep you. Please share this podcast and I will see you again in the next episode. Goodbye. Hope this message has blessed you. Do visit us at uklsi.org for more information. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you.